back, everybody, to another episode of the podcast to be named later. I am Noah Hiles. He is Alex Stumpf. And Alex, similar to the Pirates offense, I don't have a lot of power right now, but I'm thriving. You know, that's power outage on Thursday night here in uh, the Steel City. But we're still figuring out a way to make it work. As I was recording in the dark, the lights just popped on. and uh, You had an epiphany. I had an epiphany. You know, just kind of like the Pirates found an epiphany in Cody Ponds. He is the answer to all the problems. <laughs> what, what the hell was that, man? That was called seamless teamwork right there. <laughs> it, was, it was something. It was certainly something. The Pirates, I'll tell you what. They don't win often, but when they do, they win all the time in their series. <laughs> they, 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 they just live to sweep. I don't, I don't hate it. I mean, I, you could throw the jokes around, Alex. They're four games out of a playoff spot. They're four, they're four games out of you going to, the, uh, going to Los Angeles on a three-day trip just to see them get blown out 10 to nothing three straight times. Uh, no, it won't be in Los Angeles. It'll be in the bubble. I'll have to go oh, in the yeah, bubble just to, to watch get, yeah, the lose three times. They're four games out of you having to quarantine for a week to cover three days of baseball. So That's the life. We're, hey, man, I'll do it if you don't want to. Um, oh, no, I'll do it. But, no, the Pirates get the job done. They, they win these two games. Yeah, these, these two games in St. Louis, I think uh, Joe Block said on the – broadcast today that this is the first time since 1950 that they had uh four games in three different cities in three days uh so after an embarrassing two-game sweep to the white Sox, they go to st louis for a day and they they went back-to-back games and you know neither win was really that attractive of a win i guess like the brewers wins were convincing they hit the ball well they hit power or whatever um, but the two stars of the game, both of them, the starting pitchers. Alex, what did you see from – we'll start with Chad Cole first, who has been their best starting pitcher this year. Yeah, I been mean – Been their best pitcher this year. I won't – I don't know about, like, flat-out pitcher in general. I think Richrod deserves to be in that conversation there. And yeah. Nick Birdie for the two and a third innings before his arm blew up again. But, yeah, this is, this is what I think a lot of people – saw especially myself people who saw Chad Cole in 2018 like man they're just not using him right he has these two high spin breaking pitches and yeah you can rely on the fastball if you really want to but you know that stuff is so good and I know I've brought this up before in 2018 the the baseball savant you know they run through everyone's every pitcher stuff and they came up with comps for each pitcher and the best comp for 2018 Chad Cole was 2017 Garrett Cole now Cole isn't being cold you know fully right now but here's a guy who is definitely improved with a new gameplay a new pitching style it's here's a guy who you can see why the Blue Jays you know wanted to make a call about Chad Cole because he seemed like another one of those, well, you know, all the hard work's been done by low. You claim it's a reclamation project. It's really not. I, I feel like this is the Chad Cole going forward that the Pirates need. This is the guy who can be that stud in the middle or even like flirting with the front of your, of your rotation. 
right there. I mean, this is he's still bouncing back from the injury. He's still being built up. He's not 100% right now. And without 100% of his energy, that's what he did today. Yeah. I, I mean, for him to continue, I mean, every time he pitches, he goes further into a ball game. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think you could ask for more from a guy who is coming off of Tommy John surgery. Uh, I, I think that when we've, we've said it numerous times how there haven't been a lot of guys on this team that have taken that next step forward this year, Chad Cool has, I think, made the most progress on this team for where he came from last year, where you could say, you know, Hartley has made leaps and bounds of progress and uh, Eric Gonzalez has done well and everything, but Chad Cool had an injury and had a surgery that, yes, it's more common for pitchers to come back and thrive from it now here in 2020. It's not 1980 anymore where that's like a career ending thing, but it's still arguably one of the biggest challenges major league baseball pitchers will face. And for him to come back and, I mean, he's on pace of having the best year of his career. And that's, that's something that you have to tip your cap for. Um, one thing I wanted to point out in that first game, the Cardinals outfield defense was pretty damn good. Uh, I mean, what's in it? Tyler O'Neill just beat the hell out of that left field wall. I mean, that poor thing would just, I, if it could talk, it would just be, it'd be crying right now. Cause that man <laughs> is like, 300 pounds all muscle, it seems. I mean, he looks like someone straight out of, like, the steroid era, but he's not on steroids. His dad's a bodybuilder, and so is he. Like, they're, they're all about, like, nutrition and everything. He's, like, a competitive lifter, not a bodybuilder. Um, but, I mean, dude, he made some sweet catches, and so did uh, Fowler had a nice catch as well. As the Pirates, uh, they didn't – I think this is their first doubleheader I saw since 1989 that they didn't have an extra base hit. Uh, which is impressive considering the fact that they won both of these games. And another thing that was nice, they won a game in extra innings. It was in the eighth inning, but hey, it was in the extra innings. Uh, just, just an all-around good day, and that's, that's all the notes I have. Oh, one last note on the first game. Cole Tucker's starting to become a ball player. Not an amazing one, but you're seeing him continue to develop to develop as an outfielder um in that first game he made that nice catch running in on the ball there and he's getting hits and if Cole Tucker can hit you know 260 the seven if he could be an average offensive bat with the defense that he provides even in the even in a new position that's a that's a plus that's something that you want to have in your lineup every every day and the fact that he you know is learning outfield but he's going to play shortstop in the big leagues again, or he's going to be able to play second base in the big leagues. If you need him, that's a guy that after watching his offense last year, he looks a lot more comfortable at the plate. And you got to remember, he's still only like 24 years old. He's, he's getting a lot better. Um, I'm excited about Cole Tucker. That's my notes for the first game. The second game. Before we get to the second game real fast, just, you know, quick, isn't it amazing that the strides Cole Tucker has made now that he's actually, I don't know, playing every day? Playing every day and not batting eighth? Or, like, they, when they I, were I, hitting him eighth last year. That's what I meant to say. Like, yeah, he, yeah his offense I, I, I don't really care about where he's batting in the order. I just want him to be in the order. Bat him ninth every day yeah. for, for all I care. Just make sure he's in there. Yeah. 
No, I was just saying, like, because the last year they were hitting him in front of the pitcher, so he wasn't seeing anything good to hit. That's all. Okay. Um, Alex, let's talk about it. We are, uh, as we move on to the second game, we found the answer for the Pirates, and his name is Cody Pons. Uh, you know, every staff has their ace, and and it looks like the Pirates got one in this guy. I, I mean, I, I'm joking around, but, I mean, I'll be honest. I did not see that coming. I, 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 I mean, I should have because, like, that's a very Pirates thing to happen. He'll probably get shelled for, like, eight runs in an inning and a third his next time out, and that's just the way it works with this franchise. But, damn, that was pretty good. That was pretty efficient. Yeah, I mean, we saw what Cody Ponce has to offer. This is a guy that – I, I put it in live cues. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast yet. I've thrown it out in writing a couple times. I don't know if Cody Ponce is going to be a major league starter no. quite yet. I do know he's going to be a major league pitcher. Here's a guy who has three good different looks with the fastball. He's got the cutter. He's got the two-seamer. He's got the four-seamer. And the cutter and two-seamer move pretty well, honestly. It's three – Different looks. It's three. None of those pitches are outstanding, but they're three good fastballs. You got to build off of that, though. We saw the curveball. We saw him hang a couple curveballs, and he paid for one of them. It's he's got to develop that third pitch. That's the big thing for him. And the third pitch, in this case, for once, isn't about the changeup. It's about the other breaking pitch because the cutter doesn't move enough that it can, you know, get by as you know being a slider. Here's a guy who could probably get by with like a 70% fastball pitch mix if he was a starter, but he needs to have that one extra pitch to keep guys honest. If not, I think he's the type of guy who slides into the bullpen and does that like two inning roll well, roll well, but you want him to be a starter. And for his first major league start, that's, that was about as good as it could have possibly been. Um, I don't want to make this comparison, but I'm going to make this comparison and I hope he ends up better. But um, I was just thinking of, like, how I said earlier, this is some Pirates craft that will happen. You know, you just get a random good start. Uh, who hang, am I thinking of on, from last year? Hey, oh, from last year? Yeah. I I'm not gonna... talking about Brandon Compton. I thought you were going to talk about Brandon Compton again. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going there. I'm going another – instead of straight out of Compton, I'm going uh, 80s band. Dario Speedwagon. Dario Speedwagon, baby. Dario Agrizal. I hope he has a better career. What do you think Dario Agrizal is up to right now? Well, he got DFA'd by the team that was going – the 2020 worst team in baseball and then again by the 2019 worst team in baseball. So I don't know exactly where he's at. Can't imagine <sighs> he's in high demand right now. Yeah, you know, I hope he's happy. No, I'm going to Google it just for the sake of argument. What is Dario Agrizal up to right now? Because it's, it's, Google it's, don't know. this is going on. Google's be like, why are you asking me this at, at, at 11.43 on a Thursday? <laughs> Google's like, who? That's Alex's search history, for those wondering. It's just like, what is Josh Bell's ex-WOBA? And what is Dario Agrizal up to? What's Pokey Reese doing? You know, just random fire. That's my in-private browsing. I don't want anyone to know <laughs> that I'm Googling Dario Agrizal. <laughs> Um, Alex, any, oh, one other takeaway I had from this, uh, two game sweep, Jacob Stallings, man, the guy gets hits when there's runners on base. Not uh, only he, that, I mean, I you mean, guys, he just gets hits in general, but yeah. Yeah. 
but not even that. But like, if, if you need a couple outs in the ninth inning, he's your guy. Also, he'll throw left-handed for that. Yeah. Mm. Just fake up Stallings. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't get what you're saying right now. Nick Turley. Nick Turley. He oh. and Jacob Stallings are the exact same person, except oh. one throws with the right hand and one throws with the other. Was Turley the guy that uh, missed the ball in the bullpen the other day? Oh, you didn't see that video, did you? No, I did see that video. That was the trop. Oh, yeah. That's – yeah. Man, we got to cast the characters on this team, don't we? Yes. And, by the way, Agrizol is on the 10-day injured list for the for... For Tigers. Oh, man. I hope he's all right. Anyway. Probably not if he's on the 10-day injured list. Yeah, you know, I don't know what to say. We've talked too much about Dario Agrizol. One guy we haven't talked about, You can't about, fight Alex. this feeling anymore. Uh, you, you know what? You know who I wish would stop, or would stop fighting this feeling is the Pittsburgh Pirates when it comes to calling up their top <laughs> prospect in the major league system. Alex <laughs> has had a rant in the chamber for about three days. After he gets done laughing at that incredible transition I just laid in front of him, he's going to go on a rant. Enjoy it. We're talking to Brian Hayes next segment. We'll be back. Second segment of the show, Alex, you are fed up, my friend. I am. All right. Just I'm go mad off on as a hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore because I, I threatened last week, I think it was, that every single episode that Cabrian Hayes is not a Pittsburgh Pirate, I'm going to bring up why isn't Cabrian Hayes a Pittsburgh Pirate? And he still isn't. He still isn't. It, it really looked like he was like on Sunday. I texted you. I texted yes. you like, Hey, I think Brian's getting a call. I'm going to go ask around and see if I can hear anything. I, and before you go any further, you said, don't tell anyone. And I just want to bring up. I did not tell one person. Good for you. I'm, I'm That's proud. a good friend right there. That is a good friend. That's a good, well, that's beyond a good friend. That's <laughs> a good, that's me actually just doing my job. But anyway, continue. <laughs> that was more, Hey, I might be on red alert if I am. <laughs> You're taking the wheel. Yeah. I feel. And I asked around, and basically everything I got was like, hey, one, one person's like, hey, you're connecting a lot of the right dots. So every indication I was getting was, hey, this guy is going to be, if he's not on the roster, you know, because, you know, Colin Moran and Kevin Newman were banged up. If he's not actually on the roster, taxi squad. That, that just seemed logical. And whenever that taxi squad is released with four people, four people, and Cabrian isn't one of them, I, I, w I was on even higher red alert of, okay, someone's going to go on the IL. Cabrian's going to be on the active roster. He's going to start Tuesday night. That's just how my mind went to. And again, I'm texting people like, have you heard anything about Cabrian? And as the day went on and on, and it's like, no, no one had heard anything about Cabrian. And then after a while, I get we're like, hey, he's still an Altoona man. It's like, what the hell? What the hell? And one person, I, I, one source said to me after a while, and I, and I put this in Insider, it's, uh, we are scratching our heads as well. Yeah. And it's a really good source for that situation. It was, it was unbelievable and then Carl Moran actually does have to go on the IL because the concussion symptoms reemerged. no fault 
in that. Other than, you know, you should have had that fifth spot on the taxi squad being used, but no fault with that. Just bring him over from Altoona. No, they bring Will Craig instead. And this is going to sound like I'm picking on Will Craig, and I don't really want to sound like I'm picking on Will Craig, but I have to kind of pick on Will Craig right here because Will Craig is not Cabrian Hayes. Will Craig is someone who, if you look at his career right now, he is basically on the exact same trajectory that someone like Jose Osuna was. Someone who's a first baseman who probably play around at a couple other places to get a couple more at-bats, but is a platoon-type player at best. That's – it's just not – Cabrian. Cabrian is the guy. Cabrian is the top prospect. He's the guy who – you're supposed to bring him up and be like, hey, I know we're 9-19 and after we swept a doubleheader even. But look at this guy. This is the guy who is going to be the face of the franchise going forward or one of the faces of the franchise. Let's call him up. It's Cabrian season. Let's go. It, it, it just doesn't, didn't happen. I, I cannot believe it. This is I, – I, I actually cannot believe that Cabrian Hayes is not here, that they didn't have a discussion to bring him along with the taxi squad, that they chose to leave a taxi squad spot empty rather than bring him in, that they would end up going with a first baseman whenever their third baseman went on the injured list. There are just so many other layers to this all where it's like, I, I just can't believe it. I, can, I am actually dumbfounded that Cabrian Hayes has not taken a major league at bat this year. It, 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 it's astonishing. Here's a guy who, if anyone else, he needs to play. Why is JT Riddle getting at bats? Again, it sounds like I'm picking on JT Riddle, and I kind of have to, not you know, through any fault of JT's. It's not his fault that he's being put into the lineup. But, oh, my God. Yeah, man, I, I, I just – Again, and I don't want to pick on those guys, but yet, like, like you said, Will Craig, he's a first-round pick, but he does not have a big part in the future of this club. He no. just doesn't. Like his development, there's he's played in the futures game just because the Pirates had no one else to throw in there. He hit a whole bunch of home runs, but his it's OPS is never really last year. He had a yeah. double A. Yeah, that's and it's it's tough. Just because, again, he's a nice guy, but and I mean, Colin Moran's a third baseman, and he got he went down. You have a third baseman that's better than Colin Moran. You have people that could have played first base instead of Colin Moran too. I, it's just it's dumb. And at first, I was like, okay, well, he had COVID, so it's it's going to take a minute for him to get back. But uh, there's just no way you could convince me that. His development has been so slowed down because of the having of him having coronavirus that he is a worse ball player than JT Riddle, that he's a worse ball player than than Will Craig and all these guys and that they've just brought out here and even Jose Asuna they just who cares even if he is struggling get him up here get him at bats yeah I mean come on and like you said with the taxi squad thing and then with the IL. It's all mind-numbing. I don't, and they're past the point of having to worry about him losing a year of being under control, right? Yeah. Oh, oh well past that. We're, yeah. It's a pre-arb year that they gained at this point. Yeah. So, I mean, they have literally nothing to lose from calling him up. And 
I don't know. Maybe he's just not doing well. I'm going to watch him play later today at PNC Park. There's the scrimmage, uh, six-inning scrimmage. I don't know why they couldn't have just made it nine innings. That's, that's really weird that they only play the six, they're only playing a six-inning game. But fine. But do they have the pitching for nine? Oh, that's true. Ah, Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I'll be there and I'll report on that. I, I just don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know either. Here's a guy, and you know what? If he's worse than JT Riddle, then get that answer. Have that question answered. All right? JT Riddle is not going to become that much better of a ball player anymore. I mean, this, this is who JT Riddle is. He's a utility man. He was never really that highly regarded a prospect with the Marlins. Here's a guy in the Marlins farm system was never really that highly regarded on top of that. So he, he, he's a guy. He is a replacement level player. Cabrian could get better. Cabrian needs to play. It's, yeah. it's as simple as that because I know we joked about how the Pirates are, you know, within 400 games or whatever of that eighth wild card spot. But it, this is it, it, so much of the discussion around this team has been around learning and getting better and trying to, you know, evaluate. Well, if there is one person who is supposed to be learning at the majors, someone who needs that instruction, someone who needs to be taught, someone that you really need to take a good, hard look at, it should be Cabrian. And, you know, if he sucks, that doesn't mean anything. Kevin Newman was one of the worst players in baseball, you know, that first month whenever he came up in 2018. Mm -hmm. He turned out to be pretty darn good in 2019. Yeah. You just need the reps. 2019 Newman would not have been good without 2018 September Kevin Newman, though. That, that's apparent. Like, he learned lessons from that. Lessons that you hope you can take away and salvage from a season like this. It's, I don't know. People were scratching their heads in the industry. So it's not just you and me. It's not just Pirates fans. It's not just whatever. It is actual baseball people who are going, what the hell are the Pirates doing right now? You can say that about a lot of things. But, yeah, the, the, yeah, the Cabrian Hayes thing might take the cake. Alex, uh, as we wrap up the show, I want to step away from Cabrian Hayes talk and take a mo moment to promote my new podcast coming out this uh this weekend it is called memory lane and i will be speaking with um former pittsburgh athletes i'll be talking with guys who used to play for the pirates steelers penguins maybe even Pitt, duquesne robert morris high school athletes uh whoever athlete whoever has an athletic connection to pittsburgh and no longer plays or coaches or does whatever here I want to sit down and have a long-form conversation with them. And I'm not going to say the name, but I had an hour-long conversation with a former pirate who uh, will be the first guest on this podcast that comes out on Saturday. And let me tell you, it is I, – I rarely hype up my own content. Like I, I, I'm more focused on, you know, building up others and kind of self-deprecating on my own self. Um, <laughs> but 
I, I, I mean this when I say this. I think it was the best interview that I've ever had. Just not even, like, for my own performance, but as far as, like, answers that were given and entertainment. I mean, we talked about serious things. We talked about fun. Like, we laughed. It, it was just all of it. It was all of it was really good. So whenever be sure to check were, that out. Whenever you were telling me about it, I saw a twinkle in your eye that I rarely yeah. see whenever you, <laughs> about your work. I mean, yeah. it's I, – I think the last time I saw that twinkle in your eye – was back whenever you started the job in yeah. in Ohio in Canton. I think you you got to ride like the Oscar Meyer Wiener mobile. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That, that was yeah, that was a career defining moment. That was well, that's all we got. You're probably online, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's that's not hard to find. All right. He's Alex J. Stump. I'm Noah Hiles. Be sure to follow us on social media. Follow all of the DK Pittsburgh Sports social media platforms. Uh, be sure to subscribe. Hit subscribe all. Download automatically. That way you can get all of our good po- podcast content. New, old, daily shows, You know, personality shows, whatever it is we do, we do it well. We work hard to do it well for all of you. We will see you next weekend. Wait, 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 wait. We got one more thing. We didn't give a bold prediction for this Brewers oh, series. Bold prediction for the Brewers series. What do you got, Alex? Trevor Williams comes home. He, he's not traded. No, okay. no, no big trade. No big trade this weekend. No big trade this entire series. I will say Will Craig hits a home run. <laughs> all right. Just to all right. shut me up after ranting yep. about Brian Hayes for 45 minutes. All right. We'll see if our predictions uh, come true when we talk to you again on Monday.